I offended you, I'm sorry. The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Hello and welcome to episode number 42 of Planet Rage. It's July 4th, Larry, Independence Day. Yo, 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 yo. Independence Day. (laughs) Yeah. There was a, a survey on uh, that i found linked from drudge hmm. that two out of three young adults i mean again i get it these surveys they talk to like a thousand people and i don't know where they're going mm-hmm. to get these thousand people but two out of three did not know who the united states fought for independence and the reason for july 4th did not know it was the british i could believe that sure what are they teaching in schools? Well, diversity, dolphins, and dinosaurs. <laughs> and and probably in that order. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget unicorns. Unicorns, yeah. <laughs> well, happy fourth, Darren. Yeah, to you too. As uh, yeah. before we went on the air, there uh, was a reporting of a shooting at a uh, local 4th of July parade here in the Chicago area in, uh, in Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Which is a you know a nice area, but for the weekend overall, as it is still July Fourth weekend because this is the Monday actual July Fourth. But up yes. until now, mm-hmm. not including this incident, and I don't know if anybody was actually hit or if there was just gunfire. But we'll keep an eye on that. Nine dead, fifty-seven shots so far this weekend Holy in Chicago. Holy shit! Now that's you know in the four, was this episode forty-two? Yeah. That's a record announcement for, I'm sure, that you've given me. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that does seem to be the high point. But, I mean, it's a holiday. Yeah. I mean, you got to shoot people for a holiday fun, don't you? People. You do. You do. Somebody posted <laughs> a video, and you never know where these came from, if they're current and all of that. But I guess it very well could be of uh, a bunch of nice young folks that were attacking a police cruiser in Chicago. Oh. That uh, didn't used to happen. But this is what goes on when you have uh, liberal DAs who got their job because George Soros gave them enough money to win their election and they decide not to prosecute people. You know, back in the day, if you were to, I mean, one guy actually jumped on the vehicle, the police SUV, and was banging on the front windshield. I'm like, back in the day, that would have gotten you dead. Probably. And so I take it the cops were within the vehicle when they were doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And they did nothing. No, didn't get yeah. out, which I mean, I well, guess, you know, that would yeah. probably gone really bad because they were outnumbered here. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of the stuff you've been seeing go on over the last few months, last couple of years, maybe, where there's mobs of young teen to probably early 20s 
roaming the streets and can do anything they want because who's going to stop them? This is where all of the breaking through into stores, committing mass violence, jumping on police cars and buses. How do you stop that when the police are completely outnumbered? And if they get out of the car, it's going to go horribly bad because you know what the optics are, because the police are probably going to get attacked by some idiot 14 year old who then is going to get killed and the police are going to get blamed for killing the 14 year old. God, it's nuts. What's the answer? Get the hell out. <laughs> get the hell out <laughs> until it. they it's fix it. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get you out. know, there's there's a line in get there out. somewhere because I'm certainly not for police brutality you know or in any of this kind of stuff but in a nation of law and allegedly order to have the mm-hmm. order you have to enforce the law right and if you don't do that mm, this is what you get but you gotta you know you remember all the people that encouraged this kamala said you know they should protest anti-maxine as you call her joey let's not forget joey said that antifa wasn't a real thing was just an idea didn't exist so come on well yeah i mean kamala harris put money or at least suggested people put money if she didn't i mean i could see her not actually putting money herself because that's the kind of person she seems to be but for the george floyd rioters and looters she was telling people to go give money to the funds to get them out of jail. Yes, the bail funds, yeah. And all of this now fighting more and more, you know, because it is it's unfair to hold criminals that can't afford the bail. Right. And there's a certain amount of logic to that statement because, you know, if you're a bad rich white guy and you do something and it's like, "Oh, you got to post you know, $100,000 bail, which means you actually only have to give them, what, like 10000 I think it's like 10%. Yeah, it's easier to do that. Yeah. I understand that. But if the people that are committing the crimes know that they're not going to be held and they'll be back out on the street, then there's really no stick at all anymore. Yeah. And when you know you're not going to be charged because, you know, there's so many worse crimes going on, we're never going to get to you. This is where the city starts to break down, and you're seeing more and more. There was an article the other day in one of the business journals about a guy who owns a bunch of businesses in Chicago, and he's like, I'm getting out. Mm. It's not safe. What, what kind of biz- retail I take it? Right? it well, I think it was various like small businesses, but we even saw this in Seattle with Amazon providing armed security for their employees to get to their buses or cars or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, these companies eventually go, it's not worth dealing with this. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, go somewhere nice. Go somewhere safe. Go somewhere where people respect the law. And I don't guess that is anywhere in the United States. Well, I can't say anywhere in the United States, but in the main liberal run cities, Mm -hmm. you're a hamlet there in Los Angeles, Chicago here, New York. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the areas where you don't want to be. True. Speaking of that, any word on the front of the house of the selling of the getting out? The market, if it was any more dead, (laughs) you'd have to fucking, you know, bring in a backhoe and cover with dirt. Nothing moving. Somebody get Larry some karma. Yeah, really. Because, you know, after like five minutes before you decided to move, it was the best real estate market we've ever seen. Too hot to touch. And now it's 
so it's fucking frozen so i'm so pissed i can't even begin to tell you but oh well no wait that's what we're here for yeah you're right <laughs> this, this is yeah. exactly what we're here for and, you know and the guy that's in no small well you know you get joey of course at the top of the change but you know now the big the front runner for 24 i don't know how they i'd like to know how they're planning on sidelining joey and kamala but this fucking newsome asshole it appears he's gonna be you know he's angling very very uh busily for uh, the nomination he wants to be prez so and uh you know he cre- he he made largely made California the shithole it is today, Gavin Newsom. Well, if you're a California resident, you want him to run for president. You're like, get him out of here, <laughs> put him in charge of everybody. Then maybe California. No, because no, because he's just like with Joey. You know, it's a poison pill. Is his uh, his uh, lieutenant governor is as big as an asshole as he is. So it's you know no. that's no. true. The replacement yeah. is not exactly coming in. No. Now, I thought it was funny hearing a, uh, a news report. I brought a clip here, and I know it's Sky News, mm-hmm. but it was Sky News in Australia that was one of the most entertaining pieces, and I cut a little bit of, out of this, but it was one of the most entertaining pieces in a while as far as just the way the news was being presented. As always, if you want to just yell if you need to stop it, John, it. Well, the president is angry, my friends, angry that people are complaining about not being able to afford fuel and gas and food. Then they realize he's changing lives. I don't want to hear any more of these lies about reckless spending. We're changing people's lives. <laughs> now, Americans may be wondering why energy costs are so high, whether we're talking about gasoline or how to uh, heat their homes or cool their homes. And Biden is very keen to blame what he calls the Putin tax. But what is happening is precisely what he said would happen if he became president. And the impact of Biden's anti-fossil fuel policies is being felt across the country. But to be fair to President Biden, he was honest during the election campaign. He said he would back these green policies even if they caused considerable pain. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on certain land. No more subs. <laughs> What's a subsidy? You hear that? Yeah. He's cutting his subsidies. And this was going back. That clip was from the election cycle. That was before he was elected. Oh, yeah. So everybody you sure. knew what you were getting. Yeah. Well, the one at the top is fresh, I think, yes. where he says, you know, I'm, I'm changing lives. I don't want to hear, you know, which, again, you people have such fucking blinders on with this asshole. He is a fucking demagogue dictator. He, the way he speaks, you know, I don't want to hear, but who gives a fuck what you want to hear, you punk? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, the job he, is. The guy just, he's just a fucking angry wannabe Hitler. Fuck him. Well, he's getting angry because maybe he is realizing somewhat in his, uh, whatever his mental problem yeah. addled brain is, because he is not 100%. There's no question. No, but I think no maybe question. he's understanding. No question. 
that. Yeah, well, you know, I think a part of his rage is this. He finally, you know, it's that like that old, uh, that old was it a Chinese prophet proverb? Be careful what you wish for, right? Okay, this guy's entire life, he's wanted to be exactly where he is right now. Okay, his whole fucking life, he's finally there. He's arrived, <laughs> but it's not as he thought it would be. He's loathed. He's mocked. He's a fucking buffoon, and the world knows it. And that's why he's so fucking furious all the time. Yeah, because he got there four to eight years too late. I mean, I yeah. think of Joe Biden presidency 15 years ago. Joe's a completely different guy and not the horrible laughing stock he is because he was not backing the crazy left green stuff. He was not backing abortion. He was not backing all of the stuff that he's backing now. Yeah, but the, but it doesn't matter because he, he backs whatever he thinks the most popular play is. OK, so whatever it was at the time. That's, you know, remember when he was calling people super predators and locking right. them up for, for, you know, for chicken shit. The guy's a fucking asshole. He's a total politician weasel, and he will just say whatever he thinks will be that will get him power and, and curry votes. So he, that's who he's always been. He's a lying fucking weasel. He's always been. He's a plagiarist. He's a thief. He's a scumbag. And you're right. He Have called, I said enough now? He called <laughs> the, uh, the black community a bunch of super predators you're right but that was all just swept under the rug by the media all under the rug sure can you imagine if that nice man forget even trump can you imagine if that was a republican candidate that had said that right 10 20 even 40 50 years ago they'd be like front and center yeah this is what he said but Mm -hmm. with this green stuff and there's a little more to this clip but with the green stuff i'm beginning to realize exactly what's going on here and this is the start And I don't think there is any doubt in my mind about this, that this is the start on the green energy program that these radicals want. Oh, absolutely. It's a way to backdoor uh, AOC's Green New Deal. There's no question. But what this is, this is the equivalent of 15 days to stop the spread. That's expand. You know what? You're dead right. Yes, because we're mm-hmm. being told, well, there's going to be some there's going to be some temporary. Yeah, it's a problem. Pain. Yeah, it's a yeah. temporary pain. The prices at the pump's going to go up. But you know what? Yeah. We're bringing this into a brand new world that's going to be so much better. So just put up right. with this for the short term. But the short term is going to probably last three or four lifetimes. Of course. It's like that's not uh, what the people sh- voting today. And this is I mean, I guess this is the problem even if this were a reality and maybe it is maybe the green kumbaya in 300 years will be great but everybody living today gonna be dead absolutely and the fact is unless there's some bafo explosion some some newtonian moment in science okay this whole thing about sustainable power the fucking wind uh solar no 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 that shit will never, ever replace fossil fuels. If the only thing can possibly replace fossil fuels is nuclear power. And are they going to allow that? I don't think so. Even though but that would be it. the logical, clean energy, yeah. you know, because otherwise, what do you do when the grid goes down right. and it, all the wind, there's no wind, no wind, no sunshine. Will Joe now tell what? everybody to go outside and blow? Yeah, just blow really hard in the western general direction so we can yeah. uh, we can get those windmills moving. 
Yes, but that's the, that's the big lie. I mean, there are actually fucking mouth-breathing idiots out there who truly believe that somehow something magical is going to happen uh, where everything can run electricity. And, and where does that electricity come from? Uh, well, that doesn't matter. It's just it's, there's no tailpipe, and I can plug it in. That's the way they think. Right. The grids we're hearing now because of this green stuff, because of shutting down a lot of the coal firing mm-hmm. plants, we don't have enough power now to provide the electricity we need, but everybody go buy an electric car. That's right. So that nobody could drive anywhere because you won't be able to charge your electric car. I'm already hearing that there are places where you can only charge your car overnight because that's in lower demand hours. That's right. That's correct. And if you work the graveyard shift, what do you do? Then you got a problem because then you can't sure. recharge your car. Well, then we, mm-hmm. we're going to force your employer to build a charging station, and uh, yeah, that's going to work. But I'm going to let this go on a little more. The, uh, I go, appreciate yeah. Sky News, and <laughs> if because this is the best news coverage I've heard in a while. Yeah. There's no more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Gas prices are so high, the Isabella, Isabella County Sheriff's Office here says they've actually blown through their fuel budget already, so they will respond to some non-emergency calls by phone. I've never seen... Okay, now, this is where it's getting to. There are municipalities within the United States who mm-hmm. the police department have run out of their gas budget and are going, yeah, we'll just, you want, we're going to respond to that crime via phone. Maybe they'll, they'll eventually get to responding via Zoom. Send a social worker on a bicycle. <laughs> yes. Right. You yeah. need the bikes. We need, we need, uh, bike. need more bikes, Mike, bike lanes. Yeah. They have a lot of those in, uh, in like India. What do they call them? The toques, the little, uh, where you can hop on and a guy can pedal and you sit in the back. Uh, oh, like the rickshaws. Yes. Yeah. That's what we need. That is what we Joe Biden's America looks like for getting around. Mm -hmm. But this should really scare a lot of people that I mean, I get it. it. These are probably not uh, life threatening calls. And the reality is there's probably a lot of police calls that could be handled over the phone. But this is not a good barometer for where things are moving. When you call the police and they're like, "Mm, can we just do that over the phone? Yeah, somebody's breaking yeah. into my house. Okay, yeah. uh, tell them to stop. Well, you know, people don't understand how um, tenuous the whole balance of civilization is. Okay, I was living in Los Angeles when the riots went off back in ninety-two or four—forget which. Um, I think it was ninety-two. Yeah, and it only took about wow, let's say six hours for this city to descend into total chaos, okay? When I tell people about this, they kind of, it's one of those things where you had to be here, you know, and they, they just don't know what it was like. I mean, it was like science fiction. The sky was black with smoke because this fucking city was burning. Um, and I remember on the second day, it wasn't, it wasn't Daryl, uh, what's his name, who was the chief of police, uh, it was a second in command because Daryl was playing golf or something. And this guy said, hey, folks, listen, um, our response time to any call, any call from the cats up a tree to my husband's choking me to death is now north of eight hours. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're basically on your own. And wait, you're telling me that started a city into chaos? 
No, the city was already in chaos. There was so much going. They were so fucking overwhelmed by fires and calls and gunfire and, you know, riots and looting that they, the cop basically said, hey, you're, you're on your own. Okay, and there was plenty of gas then, and it was probably, you know, dollar eighty-five a gallon or something. Okay. So you layer on this shit, um, this this nonsense, um, and you, you realize how how easily the whole fucking apple cart can get turned over. We're really total chaos, which it was for about, you know, four or five days in LA. They completely lost control of everything. Because I drove to work for three days, I had a thirty-eight loaded between my legs and my car. Because they were pulling guys out of cars and lumping them up, so that's that was my that was my companion, and everybody else did that I knew. Oh yeah, and uh, Brandmeier was out there when that yeah. happened because he tells a great story about, uh, and I, it may have been the street where the whole Rodney King thing was happening that he turned and like saw all these cars stopped. He's just like, nope, go the other way, get yeah. out. Uh, get but out. what you're seeing there is what's happening now in major cities like Chicago. Yeah, because while it happened in L.A. for an instant and if you don't think it's jumped on like you said in an instant when you're like oh the police aren't going to come now's a great time to go loot and shoot and do whatever you want right of course they (laughs) were able to get that back within a few days but these policies have caused that to be the constant now that's right as we said at the top of the show when people are jumping on top of police cruisers and they're not doing anything about it you know, I don't know. Maybe they just don't have the manpower because of all of this defund the police bullshit. But back in the day, if a couple people would have jumped on a police cruiser, there would have been 50 police cruisers there within about three minutes. Yes. And anybody in the area was not going to be having a good day. No, correct. And again, I get it for the people that want to point to police brutality and all that. But you have to keep law and order. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you not have, if you're not, if you're not, if you're Lori Lightfoot right who has or joey or any of these fucking assholes who have their own private security forces do they they're they're not concerned they've got they've got elephants with with fucking uzis and you know and 50 cal desert eagles to keep the mobs from their doorstep so what the fuck do they care yeah which uh you know i have to give i mean all this january 6th uh, crap the fact that trump wanted to go to the capitol it's interesting right. to me because my logical mind says if he wanted to go there, he certainly did not think people were going to be busting through into the Capitol. He yeah. thought this was going to be people yelling outside and making their voices heard. Yeah. To me, like that just says he's innocent of all of this stuff. Of course it is. And I got to hand it to you. You really deconstructed that shit very nicely in your uh, current episode. And where is that fucking Tony? What was his name? Tony or or whatever that, that asshole. Where is he? Oh, I, yeah, that's right. The guy that told the story to somebody else who is yeah, to, like, yeah. wait, this doesn't make sense. If you're a house yeah. committee and you're an investigation going on, why are you getting yeah. somebody to come in and, and spread hearsay? It makes zero sense. Yeah. And that Cassidy bimbo <laughs> just spinning bullshit as fast as she could. It's hysterical. Well, when you then see the photo of her hugging, uh, what's her name? Cheney from. Uh, you know, after right. after her testimony, it's like, right. Well, that kind of says that this is all a little incestual as all of this stuff in Washington, D.C. is. But this isn't a witness who isn't connected to any of this stuff. And of course, right. when you come in and, and spread hearsay, it's a lot harder for them to put you in behind bars, although they still mm. could for lying. But now you're just relaying something rather than 
right than giving firsthand knowledge and the fact that the secret service came out immediately and they're like nope we'll provide two people that are going to say that's not true right then of course the secret service is bad yeah and of course that was probably very sparsely reported right much less so i mean there were some i you know like people are kind of going well we don't want to be there are still some people that consider themselves journalists even though they're completely biased i think who this was even one step too far to go well but we're at least going to say the secret service is giving a different story Mm. because i don't know if you want to go down on that part of history it's like none of this is uh even that important in the grand scheme of everything going on true you know trump threw ketchup it's like okay what if he did who cares what he wanted to go to the capitol it's like well isn't wouldn't that have been your as these lefty loons wouldn't that have been their wet dream was for trump to be the first guy breaking down the doors i mean then then you would have him on insurrection i know that's and you know this that mindset has always made me laugh and it goes back such a long way that you know the repeat there's this big Elvis movie out now, of course, you know, people are rediscovering the king. And, um, you know, shortly after he died, there were some people that shed all over him. And, and one of the, the nastiest things they could say about Elvis was he once shot his television, something he saw something that pissed him off. So he put around it and he once shot his fucking Ferrari Dino in his driveway. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Did those things belong to someone else? Right. Well, who gives a fuck if he wants to take an axe to it and make a bonfire out of it, pile a TV in the car and light it up? Who the fuck cares? It's his property. Yeah. It, it's him having you know? fun with his own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, really? So what? <laughs> you know, some people you, you've heard the story of like, you know, though they're lighting their cigar with a hundred dollar bill. Well, for Elvis, that might just be I'm going to shoot a Ferrari. Yeah. hundred dollars. But, you know, if it's your hundred dollars, who yeah. gives a shit? it's your ferrari if it's yeah if it's yeah i don't you know it's it's an interesting thing because elvis obviously uh the king of rock and roll you know one of the biggest entertainers of all time you know and then they'll point you back to well he started dating priscilla when she was what 14 or something like that uh Mm -hmm. but it seemed like that was all on the up and up and back in the 50s that wasn't that rare Mm -hmm. That was the, that was especially in, in the geography down there in the south. It was kind of, uh, you know, it was accepted. People got married a lot younger. That's what they did. So we, we don't want to hear it. That's logic. We don't want to hear that. Don't 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 facts and logic. Don't don't mention those things. Feelings stick with feelings. Oh, yeah. We have to stick with the feelings, which is why, again, I love this sky report. Anything like Putin's tax on both food and gas. Not so much a Putin tax as a Biden tax. And the Biden administration still hasn't learnt anything. Listen to its climate czar, John Kerry, say they don't need... Watermelon head. ...to drill for more gas and oil. And energy security worry is... I just got to stop. I heard... Schiff is watermelon head, right? There was some <laughs> something about that with Adam and John, I know. Well, yeah. And I don't get the watermelon head for for uh, for Kerry. To me, he's he's lurch. I mean, he is fucking <laughs> lurch from the Adams family. I don't get the watermelon head thing on him. Why that's, is that? That's just been their nickname for him for a long time. Okay. So they were just upset that it was been repurposed now by Mr. Trump for gotcha. for Schiff. All right, I, I I jumped in there too early. Would you back it up? 10 yeah, seconds? no problem. I'm sorry. No Thank problem. Thank you. John Kerry say they don't need to drill for more gas and oil. And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. 
And we have to prevent a false narrative from entering into this or, again, uh, pun intended, we are cooked. It's worth remembering that not too long ago, America was a net energy exporter. But if you vote for mad green policies, you get mad green policies. Yes. Thank you, Sky News. Mm. And again, you heard John Kerry. No, these false narratives. Well, what's the false narrative that we can't afford to fill up a car? Well, he doesn't say, you know, these assholes say that. What's the alternative, Kerry? He doesn't mention that, does he? Nobody asks him that. No, we can't have coal. Can't have coal. You're absolutely right. Can't have oil. The N-word, nuclear, is not mentioned ever. Right. No. It's all about solar and wind. Right. Which the technology as it sits, just like we don't have enough electricity for everybody to have an electric car, Mm -hmm. the technology as it sits makes the windmill and solar thing not efficient enough to do the job. Now, will that change? Maybe in maybe 20, 50, 100 years. And maybe not. What if it gets just less sunny? Then what? What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. You know, this is it. Do you really want your planet to have an energy system that is really dependent on the daily weather? Well, see, what they need to do is go back on. I know you had air conditioning stuff going on. Go back with a Freon, right? And, and make Freon make Freon legal and plentiful and encourage people to spray that shit in the air because it fucks up the ozone, destroys the ozone. Then there's no cloud cover. Then the solar shit works real good. Yes. That's the fix. Yeah. That way we have more heat, which it's been a very strange summer here in the Chicago area. Way more 90 degree days than I remember having in a row, especially at the start of a summer. Mm -hmm. It's like 92 is the forecast for today, 98 for tomorrow again. This is uh, some bizarre stuff but it was not this way last year so anybody that's like well it's global warming see it's like well no you don't understand how this works Hmm. when you're talking global warming you're talking about things that are happening over decades not just from minute to minute but there is we're just in one of those phases right now where it's nice and warm and i can only imagine how angry people are going to be Because the hotter it gets, the more people turn that air conditioning on and those energy bills when it comes to the AC. It's not like filling up your truck where you see it immediately. That bill comes like a month later. (laughs) Boom. It's a boomerang bill. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It comes a month later and you're like, I can't afford that. It is not good. It is not good. But that was probably one of the better reports that I've heard. And I just like it. was good. And I'm sure Sky News is not exactly... uh, you know, top tier, because mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, I don't think they would be making fun of uh, Joe Biden as uh, on a newscast. But I liked it. I thought that was thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get a little closer to home, this mm-hmm. is a guy named Sean Strickland, who is a <laughs> UFC fighter. Ooh. And I, I figured this would be a guy that you would like. And I have no idea why he was posed this question. But, I mean, it's UFC. They probably have opinions on everything. Yeah. Let me make sure this isn't too loud. And here we go. 
How, what's the best thing Biden's doing right now for the country? Oh my God, Biden, fucking Biden, dude. Give me a fucking break. You know, let me, let me go on a rant real quick. A rant real fucking quick about America. That's why, like, I'm not a huge American fan, right? Like, <clears throat> you assholes with all this inflation. Let's just say, like, and this is why if you're trying to buy a house, fucking Mazda, man, you're about that time where you need to start trying to, like, you know, get a fucking wife, have a couple kids. All that inflation does with Biden, you let people like me or other people money, they go and buy these fucking houses so a little Mazda kid can't do it. And we're like, oh, no inflation. All inflation does is make their million dollar fucking loans that they get devalued and they raise your fucking rent for that. Like, don't even start on fucking Biden in America, man. I, I'm, I'm the most patriotic fucking guy there is, but I can't love America and I can't like America because if I fucking liked America, I'd be a fucking radical fucking terrorist. I'd be running down here with the 1776 flag saying, let's fucking go. So it's easier just to be like, yeah, let's go Biden. Let's go Biden. <laughs> All right. Is that your rope? Da, 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 da. All right, guys. Anyways, it has been fun. You guys are all awesome. If I offended you, I'm sorry. Don't be such a pussy. I love, I, I cut Don't be such a, pussy. a couple of things out of there, but that was the end of the press conference. And I just love that. Have I offended you? Well, then don't be such a pussy. What uh, he, did I misunderstand? My 30 said twice Mazda kid. What's a Mazda kid? I think it's just somebody I... named Mazda there that was about to be, he's getting married or something. So, uh, oh, okay. I yeah, he's talking I, I, cars or something. <laughs> no, yeah, I think weird. that was just referring to somebody there. Okay. And what they were going through. And he's right. He's obviously successful. So he's got enough money and he's not worried right. about it, which is why, sure. you know, people like John Kerry just sit there and go, well, no, of course, no, yeah. a little bit of pain right now is okay. And it's like, okay. If a little bit of pain means I can't afford to pay the gas to get myself back and forth to work, which means I'm going to lose my job and I can't have the air conditioning on. So my elderly parents or my kids are going to die because they can't get air conditioning. Mm. I guess that's what they mean. Just a little bit of pain. Just a little bit. We want to be a uh, a third world country again. And I kind of thought that was an interesting thing. Like, I can't like America right now, because if I did, I'd be going down there, you know, with the I'm assuming he meant like the Gaston flag, you know, the uh, don't right. tread on me. And, and I think he's mm-hmm. right. I think there's a lot of people who are kind of trying to not pay that close of attention because uh, you're going to get a little riled up. Yes, it's so fucked up that it's hard to to um, you know curry those uh, those patriotic feelings when you see the, the shambles these imbeciles have made of the place. Really, yeah, yeah. And where is it going? That is the question. Great question, man. Um, who knows? Um, <laughs> I sure don't. No, I mean we have know. an election cycle coming up, right? And I know, I mean, I, this is this an election-related clip from uh, Bronx Tina? I mean, she's running for office. Yes, she is, and she's um, running for she is running for AOC seat, correct? I believe so. Yeah, I'm not certain. I mean, she she's always going after, so it's got to be, you know. So. I would think so. I mean, they're, yeah. they're both from the Bronx, so I don't know exactly how big of an area this is for the House of Representatives, yeah. but I would think the Bronx can't get more than one member in the house but i could be wrong i don't know geography is not my uh, strong suit yeah but what do we have any setup for this here oh, setup um uh not really it's just tina being tina you know and uh <laughs> like she's, larry being larry 
Exactly, and Darren being Darren, and uh, you know, she's, uh, yeah, I figured my, you know, who else? The go, my usual go-to guys couldn't be more appropriately go-to than any day than today. Tina and, and Scott. So uh, here's Tina. You mean on Independence Day, where most people don't know who don't know who we fought, yeah, no, or don't know how to spell Independence? That too. And I, you know, I would probably fall into that category if the junior high I went to wasn't named independence so that was really <laughs> thrown into our uh into our minds a lot of people yeah. want to put an a into independence they do and you know what the thing is what, what helps with those kind of spelling things there's a uh is it called mnemonics i think it's mnemonics is that it darren like the marine corps is really big on that shit that helps you remember things right and when i was in grammar school there was this kind of a hard-ass principal uh, in a Catholic grammar school. His name was Brother William, right? And uh, he was a pretty uh, sarcastic dude. I liked him. He was okay. And one day, he subbed. A teacher was out, and he sat in because there was nobody else. So he just to keep order in the classroom. And he, I guess he was running through some spelling stuff. And it was, uh, what's the word? Is it homonyms? Words that are sound alike, like, but right. spelled differently? Right. right. Okay. All right. And principal came up and like the principles of uh, science versus the principal of the school. Okay. And every kid fucked this up. And this guy's just sitting there goes, no, here's, here's what you idiots need to understand. I am the principal of the school and the principal is your pal. It ends in P-A-L. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, there it is. It's been a long time since then. I never misspell principal. So because it's, it's you're right, it sticks with you. It may have sounded dumb at the time. Yeah. But it's one of those things you never forget. Right. Yeah. See, the only thing I learned from the uh, the principal of our junior high is uh, that he was a huge Richard Milhouse Nixon fan. Okay. So that's why everybody knows Richard Nixon. If you went to that junior high, you knew his middle name was Milhouse because we yeah. heard a lot about Milhouse. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are going. Hey, wait, that's like the kid from The Simpsons. Like, yeah. Oh, was there a kid in The Simpsons with that name? I yeah, didn't, I didn't watch The Simpsons. Parts like one of his best friends is Milhouse. Yeah, people always say, "How can you not watch that?" I'll tell you why. It was the because the people were drawn so grotesquely. It would actually upset <laughs> my stomach. I'm not kidding. I couldn't watch it. But yeah, the especially when it was on the uh, Tracy Ullman show. It was way it. Now it is quite a bit different and more refined, the drawing. Oh, really? But you're right. When it originally popped out of the Tracy Ullman show, it was like, eh, you don't want to watch that. It was I not didn't know pretty. that's where it began. Huh. Yeah. I'll be damned. Wow. The more you know. That's why you listen the to Planet you know. Rage. That's it. You never <laughs> know what dumb thing we'll talk about that you're like, hey, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I did not know that. But here is Bronx Tina on July 4th. But does anybody remember last year when Biden's White House bragged and boasted about the 16 cents they were saving us oh, yeah. on our barbecues for 4th of July? What do we got this year, Biden? We got high gas prices, Biden's gas prices. We got high inflation, Biden's inflation. We have open borders, Biden's open borders. We have crime, Biden's high crime. Biden, where's your build back better, motherfucker? Fuck out of here. Does anybody remember last year? <laughs> uh, that's, uh, what's her last name, Tina? Forte. Forte. F-O-R-T-E. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I was talking about that the other day. The last year, that was the White House's big thing for the 4th of July was 
because people there were already rumblings that oh things are going in the wrong direction and they were like oh no you're gonna save 12 cents on your fourth of july barbecues as opposed to last year yeah i missed that last year because i was on the road i was driving cross country um so i missed that and i'm glad i'm catching up now a whole 16 cents was the uh the number yeah it was a huge <laughs> deal that was the white house big thing and somebody did the math yeah. this year and it's like from last year to this year your fourth of yeah. july barbecue was up like 12 bucks for the average yeah at least you know so yeah. if you guys were at the white house were so happy about that 16 cents why aren't you giving that number this year uh, hmm. what's the barbecue gonna cost yeah the barbecue how much it's is just, how much are the chinese fireworks gonna cost? there's a lot of places that have cut back yeah. on the fireworks and i get that i mean this is a time where you know as a you know whoever's putting it on usually your local city or county or whatever it is and they're putting it on with your tax money at some point you're like it's just too expensive to do it mm. yeah but you think of that i mean the they're either the incredible stupidity of this regime which we know it is and then maybe you think maybe there's an underpinning a subtext of mockery because i don't think there's anybody in this nation to whom 16 cents means a fucking thing right so for them to say oh look we saved you 16 cents it's it's either they're that out of touch and 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 moronic or they're sticking it to you look here's all 16 cents now go eat out of the gutter you know, you know, I mean, I can see the logic of showing that things haven't gotten out of control. Like I would I wouldn't have brought up the 16 cents. I would have just said, oh, compared to last year, an average uh, Fourth of July barbecue is going to be within 16 cents. So, I mean, this is this is nothing out of control. But then when the next year it is uh, multiple tens of dollars, perhaps. Uh, then you are you still standing by your metric because that was their metric they're the ones that chose the metric yeah so you can't even say well that's an unfair metric larry we can't really go by the cost of the fourth of july barbecue to tell you what's really going on in the country yeah no but it's their metric so what is it this year joe by the way a thought popped in my head before uh, um when we were talking doing the tina and aoc did you see the clip i should have clipped it um occurs to me now sorry but of AOC walking down a street in New York saying how she was uh, protesting, um, I think the uh, Roe v. Wade or whatever, yeah. by getting a manicure. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, unbelievable. And I mean, the stupidity of that woman is just epic. Um, yeah, she's walking along and, you know, as she's, you know, selfieing and recording herself and had this is idiotic thing like you, can, you don't have to be something like you don't have to carry signs or whatever to to protest something you can, even something that's an act of joy can be a protest and i went and i got a manicure today and that was my protest i mean she is a fucking imbecile an imbecile i mean i said i think on our last show because there was a clip of her out screaming into somebody else's megaphone who just kept you know putting the microphone in front of her and she was doing the little repeating thing that you're in the house you're the first line of making a law so if you don't like the abortion laws, it's your job to change them. Right. Are you doing that? Why are you out here protesting the Supreme Court coming down with a decision? You actually have the ability to make a law. Go do it. And if you can't encourage the rest of your cohorts to make a law, then y'all can't complain about what the Supreme Court did. 
I wonder if Tina has a shot. Very curious to know that. Somebody in New York. Anybody in the troll room tell us this? Are we, we in the troll room today? Yes, we are. We need Nick Duran okay. is what we need. Uh, we need Nick. Yeah. <laughs> he should run. Nick should run for, uh, for yes. office with the furry idea. hat and ears and everything on. I think that would be a great bit. I mean, yeah, in New York, put, people might not pay attention. They should register the rats to vote as well. That would help. <laughs> would they vote for Nick? Do you think he's like the I king think rat? it'd be a landslide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. NickTheRatRadio.com. Yeah. Nick's an interesting uh, character, and he can't do any worse than AOC. No. no, no, no. You know, I feel bad for people like Nick because, I mean, I don't know his you know, politics inside and out, but uh, it seems he would be going against the grain yeah. in New York, like you're going against the grain in L.A. And it's like, it's really mm-hmm. hard to stand up and uh, and be the one out of 10 in the crowd that's going, no, this is wrong. Yeah, it's very alienating. It really is. You feel like a you know, stranger in a strange land. That's for sure. Yeah, the mob mentality comes down mm-hmm. uh, pretty quick. But I think. You know, politics is weird, and the House, I think, is the most Vegas-like in the fact that they have to get elected every two years, that there's a lot of room for uh, just randomness, and you don't really know when somebody's going to come in. It's like, it seems like it's a lot harder to get, obviously, the the Senate jobs, because those, as far as the, uh, you know, not state Senate, but the people that go to Washington, D.C., there's only right. two in each state, and that's only every six years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, and you know, the house being every two years, it's like, ooh, that's uh, you're you're constantly in the election cycle. Unless yes. I'm getting something wrong there with the years, but I'm pretty sure that's but, what it is. But it's frightening how these douchebags do manage to hang on to those seats two years in and two years out. I mean, if really you're doing is. a good job, I get it. If, if you're doing a bad job, although who can do a good job for a decade or more without having a bad year? You know, that's uh, listen, there's a fuckball who's had a seat in uh, my neighborhood in L.A. forever. His name is Brad Sherman. Total asshole. OK. And to show you what he's like, um, first of all, he's just he's just a cretin. Some years ago, somebody was protesting something might have been nukes. I don't remember. But his offices are in like a five-story um, glass box on Ventura Boulevard. And I'm driving past one morning, and there in front on the sidewalk was somebody had done a hell of a job. I don't know, it was paper mache or cardboard, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> it was about, I'm going to say, a 60-foot uh, rocket-like weapon on its side on wheels. But holy shit, you know, and I don't know, there's a death head on or whoever the fuck it was. It was pretty impressive, that protest, right? And there's about a dozen assholes milling around and carrying signs, whatever, right? And I thought, what? what's this about? And I realized it's because they're, they're pissed at Sherman for whatever reason. And a couple of hours later, it's still there. And I thought, I, I got to know what this is about. So I pick up the phone and I call Brad Sherman's office and I get some <laughs> kid and I said, hey, is this Sherman's? Yeah, this is. Who's this? This is. Well, he didn't want to give a last name. This is like, you know, Frank or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame um, him. What's. Huh? <laughs> I don't Can't blame him. him. <laughs> so what's uh, what's is Brad in? Well, he's a, he's a, he's in a meeting right now. I said, OK, well, let me ask you what's going on uh, three floors below you on the street. There's this about a 70, 60, 70 foot uh, missile rocket with people carrying signs and stuff. Huh? What are you talking about? I said, 
are you near a window? He goes, yes. I said, look, look out the window. Look down. <laughs> look down on a Ventura Boulevard right now. Tell me what you see. Right. And then you can hear him sort of muffle the phone. And now he's he's obviously he's whispering to to Sherman. What should I say? <laughs> you can hear it. You can fucking hear it. And well, uh, uh, sir, uh, I, I don't I, I really can't see anything right. Oh, why don't you call back later? Click. Nice. OK, so that's so these he is a fucking asshole. And he's probably had that job for a couple of decades and he does a shit job. So to your point, if they're doing a good job, no, he does a shit job, but he hangs on year in, year out. Thank you, voters. Uh, C. Brooklyn. I mean, I guess I should have realized that a C. Brooklyn might be in Brooklyn. I mean, there you go. Who knew? What does C. Brooklyn say? Tina has a chance with the Bronx, but Queens has a bunch of libtards that will probably not vote for her the way they split the district is suspect oh so wait a minute so 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 the district is part in each borough is that it i guess really oh wow i didn't know that okay welcome to politics Hmm. i mean this happens everywhere and this is one of the most uh, nefarious thing the things that goes on in politics is the when the party in charge goes well we need to redraw the barriers where all the counties are and the gerrymandering uh, right uh they call it uh uh-huh So we can get more votes. That's what it's all about, because it's not really about fair elections, is it, Democrats? No, it's about making sure we have more votes Yeah, in the areas where we need it. So I can only imagine that uh, Scott Lobito is going to be going down uh, the same lines. Uh, Scott, Scott's the man. He's our guy. Is he angrier than you? That's the question. <laughs> I think I think Scott is always angrier than I am. I think I I think I've yet to attain a level of rage that Scott seems to maintain throughout most of his life. He's so impressive, and he's made an art form out of it. So that he has, he's a great artist. The guy's really good. I like his work. It's the beauty. If you can turn rage into a full time job, yeah. Happy Independence Day, everybody. Independence Day weekend. Listen, I'd like to reach out and thank and congratulate the handful of you fucking ungrateful, spoiled, rotten, America-hating pieces of shit out there. Thank you very much, okay? Because you decide uh, uh, that we're going to celebrate Anti-Independence Day this weekend, an anti-American day. Yeah, the uh, he's got a point. Yeah. The the folks that are like, well, no, we're not going to celebrate because, you know, Roe versus Wade, it shows we don't really have independence. Like, I don't think you understand what independence means. No, because independence would mean nobody telling you what to do. But that's not what you want. You all want more people telling you exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. But I digress. Because you hate America, America, (laughs) the one place that lets you ungrateful, spoil, rotten pieces of shit, assholes, be assholes. Look, the more you try to take this country down or pull patriotism out of our fucking hearts, it's not happening. It's the reverse. You're making us stronger. See, there's only a handful of you pieces of shit. There's 300 million other people, patriots, that'll never let this country go. Patriots that carry around A2 supplies all day. So fuck (laughs) off. You're not going to win. Do the math. Happy birthday, America. Who loves you, baby? Mm. Bam. You sound a little like Sinatra there today. A little like Sinatra, and then there was the Telly Savala salutation, who loves you, baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did he have a lollipop yeah. in his mouth at the time? I mean, no, that no, he was standing in front of a canvas that he'd done of an American flag, and it was really, it was really good, man. It was really interesting. And, uh, you know, he did his thing, and he's cool. 
But my question is, you know, he said there's 300 million of us that don't go along with you. So, is, you know, is there any is there any possibility that that uh, that estimate is correct? Doesn't seem so to me. Otherwise, Joey wouldn't be where he is. No, I would agree. It's not yeah. that number, but I think it's higher than some people would give it credit for. Yeah. You know, I think the Democrats, whether they realize it or not, if you have to separate the country based upon how they're going to vote in the next election or two, mm. I think the Democrats are doing so much wrong because one, I don't think there's any way unless something massive happens that the economy is not going to be the number one thing for the midterm and the next presidential election. Mm. And everybody except you know jeff bezos is and even he's bitching but you know he can absorb it but everybody Mm -hmm. but the top one or two percent are hurting yeah and that's a big problem because the people with the less amount of money who are the ones the democrats normally want to get in their side for the elections they're the ones that are getting hurt the most Mm -hmm. because if you're somebody with a job and you have to fill up your tank well your gas prices are horrible. I mean, I know as of last week on Friday, even here in commie, Illinois, yeah. they've suspended the sales tax on gas and food and a couple of other things. So really even they see there's, no uh, shit. there's some how much pain. was the, uh, what was the per gallon tax in Chicago? I am not sure. I'm is not it a sure. city tax? What is state tax or city tax? I believe there are both. Both. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, so, but only the only the city one's been suspended. You still pay the Illinois tax. It was the or? Illinois the state tax was what was suspended. So there may still be city okay. taxes. All right, I got it. And uh, so I mean, they know that people are feeling this. The overall, the uh, the Hispanic community, very Catholic, very anti-abortion. And I don't think they're really enjoying when if you're going to put abortion back into play, it's been off people's minds for the last number of elections because everybody's like, well, this is never going to change. So we don't have to worry about it. Right. Now that this is back in play, what do you think the Hispanic population is going to care more about abortion or Donald Trump? Mm -hmm. It's going to be abortion. I mean, I really think the Democrats are digging their own hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if there's 300 million people who are on that side, yeah. but it's, it's probably probably from Scott, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might just be a little high, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be an interesting thing to see how things go in the midterms. It's going to be interesting because we know there's still going to be a lot of money being thrown out there on both sides. and. The main question is going to come down to, since it's a non-presidential election, will we be able to go through a cycle that won't be totally rife with, oh, this was fixed, this was rigged, there was bad stuff going on? I mean, can we get through an election cycle where the drama level drops? No, absolutely not. Which means you're setting up another really interesting presidential election. Yeah. Sure. And it's so funny to see all these douchebags angling now. You know, you know who wants it. You know, of course, Newsom wants it. And he's, he's buying time in, flower, in Florida to bash uh-huh. DeSantis, right? Right. Because people in Florida are going to be like, hey, we want some of this guy. Yeah. 
you know that Grimbo in New York, Oshul, wants. You know, she's she's had, she had her Spartacus speech moment about a week ago, and there'll be more from her. She thinks she's you know she she could. But again, the the magic question is how the fuck are they going to sideline Joey and Kamala? That's what I want to know. That is the inconvenient part of what the Democrats also have going on. I firmly believe when they gave Joe Biden the nomination, they thought no way in hell he's going to win. I think they wanted to burn Joey and Kamala. So for the next election, they could have been like, yeah, you guys had your chance. Now let's go with somebody else. You, you really you thought that Joey was you're kidding. Wow. Thought they were no, I mean, that was it. I thought they were like, we're we just we're burning that this will finally get rid of him. There's no way he's going to win because if there if COVID didn't come around, Joey yeah. was not going to be Trump because no, everybody had money. Have. Yes, but I thought, but I thought Joey was, you know, he was basically he was basically uh, invisible during the Obama years. I mean, really, they just trot him out for dinners and stuff. You didn't hear much from him at all, right? When he was second fiddle to Barry. Well, he was very busy on the phone with Ukraine and uh, China. Yeah, that's right. He was making <laughs> deals for Hunter. You're, yeah. you're so right. Silly me. Um, and then, you know, he had this. It had been enough years that he was kind of just this, this, this gray haired, doddering clown who was you know, masked up in his basement. And they figured, hey, this guy, you know, there's probably if there's shit on him, it's so old, it's crusty and they won't be able to bring that out. And he was probably the least uh, risky candidate they could run. And that's why they stuffed him. And, then, you know, again, the, the uniter, the nice guy. Wow. Hasn't he united things? Holy shit. Um, but that was kind of the that was what I figured was their their plan was. Let's just try out this fossil, try to keep his mouth shut, keep him in the basement, um, control everything, every word. And, uh, you know, maybe he'll get it done. And he did. I think there was definitely a small portion of the radical arm of the Democrat Party. And I don't fully believe that every democrat is a crazy radical as of yet mm-hmm. but that part that is well they knew they could control biden in the current state right. that he's in you got him to pick kamala harris and joe i mean just like he had the note card i still right. can't believe he told everybody well i'm gonna pick a vice president that's gonna have to be a black female and then he did the same thing with the supreme court doesn't get much more racist than that does it No. I mean, it it does not get more racist, nor does it get more clear what is really going on with these folks, which is it's not about the best person for the job. It's about making up for things that happened hundreds of years ago. It's about equity. It's not about American exceptionalism that that doesn't even exist. It's just about, you know, giving somebody that does doesn't deserve it a job so we can click a little box off of our inclusive checklist. And it it is absolutely insane when it's like, this is running the country. This is what's costing everybody money. Because if you Mm -hmm. had somebody that wasn't a buffoon in the president and vice president seats, then they'd be like, "Uh, no, this is how you're going to have to uh, fix the economy and let's get this back in shape. And so people aren't paying a hundred bucks to fill up their car or more. If you have one of those big SUVs, my goodness. Mm -hmm. You know, I just don't get it. But uh it's going to be interesting to but remember, see. but they know they know how stupid their constituency is. They know that's why they float bullshit like Putin's price hikes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to be a fucking imbecile 
to buy into that. And they are imbeciles. They are. Well, it's that people that don't pay attention. That is 100% it. It's the folks that are getting their news from TikTok. And there are people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to think it was horrible when people are like, well, I watch Jon Stewart's and that's where I get my news. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jon Stewart was like actual. That was almost actual journalism compared to what people are getting today. And I mean, I'll probably rant about it on Wednesday because every time I see these stories, it just makes me seethe that Mm -hmm. there was another lawsuit coming from a TikTok challenge where a mother is suing TikTok because her child fell victim to this blackout challenge. You know, the one, Larry, where you put your camera on and then you choke yourself out and then Mm -hmm. you get your reaction when you come back to. Sounds so much fun. I know. Wow. Doesn't everybody Hold should try? Back. No, don't try that. <laughs> well, this was an eight-year-old kid. And the, the only thing that comes oh, to my God. mind is. And it should kill itself. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you're a parent and you have an eight-year-old and you gave them a cell phone. <sighs> you know, I, wow. if, I feel really bad saying the words you deserve what you get because the kid doesn't deserve it. But no. the parents are morons. Yes, they are eight years old i'm like a kid shouldn't have a cell phone at like 12 or 13 or 14 but eight how do you sue tiktok isn't it communist chinese owned yes <laughs> good luck with that yes it's chi- not only is yeah. it chinese owned but everybody went ape shit when donald trump tried to get tiktok removed from mm-hmm. the uh, apple and uh google play stores yeah you know what the uh, biden administration is trying to do right now Get, get the official uh what no Tell they're me. trying to get it removed even they've realized how bad tiktok is you're kidding no really hmm. <laughs> it's like what the you know maybe this oh. should tell you something because they've realized that tiktok is using more data than they should be and it's all going through china again i pointed this out from day one for anybody that's using this the amount yeah. of data that your app collects it's not just the videos you take they have access to a lot of personal information about you mm-hmm. by being on your phone. If you're using TikTok, you're an idiot. And this was the reason I used to follow Gary Vaynerchuk, who was you know still quite entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I followed him very closely until he was like, oh, everybody, you got to be on TikTok. You got to be on TikTok. I mean, that was my light switch, oh. which was like, I can't trust anything else you say now. No shit. You know, maybe there was money to be made there. It's like, but this is a very dangerous thing for kids, especially. Uh, But for adults, be aware that having an app that is collecting all your data and sending it to foreign countries, you know, but China's okay. We we don't mention China. We always mention yeah the the latest one with all this stuff, which I find funny because I've never really followed golf, but there's a new league that has formed that was backed by the saudis and people are going nuts and any american golfer that's like playing for this league now the pga is kicking them out and not letting them play and Hmm. it's a very interesting little thing going on here and a lot of people are pointing out it's like yeah but nobody points out the nba in china you know i mean which is worse for uh, human rights china or saudi arabia i don't know Maybe well, I just love that G uh, was sending an attaboy tweet at Joey for uh, saying that uh, capitalism is based on exploitation. So well, now is. we know where Joey stands. If he's, get, 
he's getting out of boys from fucking G. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need to get rid of capitalism. Well, this is what you're seeing from John Kerry. We need to get into the yeah. green economy and people who are mm-hmm. for the good of the world are going to have to do this. And I will. I know it's the whole whataboutism thing, but I will point to China and I'll point to India and go, are they stopping their polluting over there yet? Because until they do, why are we going to do it? Because all that's going to do is put the American economy into the shitter while these Mm -hmm. other nations continue to grow. And then when we realize they're never going to stop polluting, then what do you do? Now you're just a third world country without electric. Yep. Just the way they like it. It is. It is just the way they like it, and uh, which is why you have to follow news a little closer than you can on TikTok. But that's why you're listening to Planet Rage. Planet Rage. Tell a friend. Tell 12 friends if you're at your barbecue this afternoon. Yes. Let them know where they can get their rage on every mm-hmm. week. PlanetRage.show. And we do have some people to thank for today's show. Oh, cool. Who do we got? First on the list, I think new to Planet Rage, but not new to the shows of other shows that I've done. But uh, Srini, Srinivas Murti coming in uh, at 25 bucks. Thank you. No he's note or anything. I know he's no usually note. just watching tennis, which tennis is kind of they've kind of fell uh, n- not yet into any of these problems like the uh, golfers are having. And I don't think yeah. tennis has really gone all that woke. And cause it's a one on one sport, maybe, although so is golf. I love Srini's tweets and toots. They're always amusing. He so knows what you. he's talking about. He does. He does. And he points out things that other people miss, mm-hmm. which we often then will turn around and steal for content. <laughs> this is why you follow good people on Twitter. Yes. And, and he's and, one of them. And maybe Twitter now will be better if Elon is really buying it. It's good. That's going to be yeah. fun to watch, too. But one can hope. Also coming in with her $10 monthly is Loretta Vandenberg. Oh, Rhett. Happy 4th of July, Rhett. Yes, and thank you for your service. And uh, Thank you. Yes. She knows how the sausage is made. She does. And she could mm. probably make a phone call and make all of us disappear, so we have to be really nice. <laughs> really nice to Rhett. So thank you. Coming in with his $10 monthly, Chudakuki. Chudakuki. Thank you. Keeping the post office in business. One of the few things that still comes into the P.O. box. There's not a lot, but yeah. it's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Brian Jeanette coming in with 10 bucks. Brian. Thank you, my friend. All the way Good from dude. beautiful cheese land in Wisconsin. Yes. Yes. A little more sane up there than uh, Chicago, but you know, they're getting there. They're getting there. They're sure. trying. I mean, they're trying really hard. Yeah. Coming in with five bucks. Kevin Seifert, who I believe that's a monthly as well. All see, the Thank monthly you, donations Kevin. are beautiful. We love it. We do. And of do, course. CSB. Oh, I was worried he'd abandon us because he was making some <laughs> some threats about that. And some I'm very glad he's still with us. Thank he you, still CSB. is, and he uses this for advertising. And he sent a yes. boost the other day to the rock and roll pre-show that I was doing, and it was like a fifteen hundred uh sat boost. And I'm like, that's like twenty six cents CSB. I mean, how much advertising time can you buy for uh for twenty six cents? Uh good point. <laughs> you know, maybe a lot. Um, he comes in with his 15,033 sats, which today is under $3, $2.97, which is telling us the Bitcoin level mm. still not going to the moon. No, it was very recently. Some of these uh, Bitcoin experts and put that in air quotes 
believe that oh well no it could it could still jump back up to a hundred thousand by the end of the year well it's got a long way to go yeah i hope that it does Mm -hmm. but not as of yet although i will say now that more uh people are taking the lightning payments like csb we talk about sats this is lightning it's portion of a bitcoin but i've had enough in the lightning wallet when i needed to renew my nord vpn for a year or two years this was with a terabyte of secure online encrypted storage for a year was like 110 bucks whatever it was Mm. i had enough sats to pay for it and i was like wow this is a beautiful thing yeah you can pay for things with sats it's way better than just having them be like theoretical currency that maybe people would recognize one day the more it is accepted i mean the better off all of these podcasting 2.0 things are and we need to get that larry show fully podcasting 2.0 compliant somebody made a toot about that and i thank them and yes i need to get i need to get my ass in gear get that done we will help you get that done but csb has a note of course of course howdy larry and darren wow i didn't know he was uh he was urban country Starting next week, I will be alternating between small and big boostograms to ensure boostogramming both Grumpy Old Ben's Pod and Rage Pod. Darren, you explain to Larry if you wish. Anyways, this is one is big. Please enter in your web browser or any podcast app, AI.cooking, to listen to Silky Voice of Gregory. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to start calling Gwiff Silky Voice now. Let's do that, Silky Voice. The next time Gwiff's in the troll room, just be like, what's up, Silky Voice? He'll be like, screw CSB. (laughs) Listen to the Silky Voice of Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent talking about latest AI.news. Episode 34 just dropped yesterday, so go listen to that. And you can see all of his cartoons and doodles at CSB.LOL. Yo. Thank you, CSB. I mean, for listening, always. Just He always brings an interesting... uh, an interesting viewpoint bear droid came in with 2000 sats and just says i'm supporting the damn show thanks for the work you both do <laughs> and like we appreciate that. that and during the we show we do thank you bear droid see brooklyn uh, uh boostagram 1776 sats in honor of the fourth mm. of july he says happy independence day ray john and he spelled independence day correctly so there you go there you go good move this is a Thank very you. smart audience if you want us to help support the show go to planetrage.show all of the information you will find there you can do so via a donate button which will send you over to paypal for a one-time or monthly donation you can use qr codes and wallet addresses if you want to do the crypto thing and even an old-fashioned p.o box address or you know get on board with the podcasting 2.0 ecosystem, new podcastapps.com, and then you could just boost your way throughout the show. It is all very much appreciated. It's Independence Day. I mean, we're as podcasters, we want independence of uh, what oh. we're doing. Yes. There was a big hubbub with some people on YouTube, although, like a lot of things, that turns into a big hubbub on YouTube. It's usually a lot of misunderstanding mm-hmm. that there's a new law like CB 11. I think it was which some YouTubers in Canada were like, Oh no, this is going to shut us down. Go sign this protest thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I went and looked and actually read 
the text of the bill and the most recent revision, which like in the United States, I mean, we all understand that the first revision is not the one that's going to be voted on. It's not the one that's going to become law. So before you start losing your shit, you know, go read what the latest thing is. In this case, there was a very clear carve out for YouTube folks, which it's like, well, then the YouTube people shouldn't really be upset about this. But there was misunderstanding because people who had a website that were saying it was going to. But the bottom line for me is to echo what our buddy Bandrew over on the Bandrew Says podcast says all the time, which is if you're running an online enterprise whatsoever. So if you've got a podcast, if you're a YouTuber, whatever you're doing by providing content online, never, never, never have that only in one place unless you own it. You know, we own the planet rage, you know, we rent them from somebody, but it's our own servers. It's our own website. Nobody can just turn us off. And if they do, if our web host was like, we don't want you anymore, well, we go to another web host and it magically appears and nobody even has to know it happened. But if you're relying on something like YouTube to make your living and you have no backup, then you're doing something wrong. If you're growing a big audience on something like YouTube, always be letting them know they can find you somewhere else, whether that's you're backing up your stuff to rumble, whether you have your own website, always let them know where they can find you just in case something goes horribly wrong. Our buddy NetNed just boosted 10,000 sats. Happy fourth to a couple of Patriots. Well, right back at you, NetNed. Back at you, NetNed. Thank you. I mean, he lives just outside of Detroit. So, I mean, if you want to talk about a Patriot that has to be locked, rocked, and ready to rock, Doc. No, it's locked, cocked, and ready to rock, Doc. Is that what I said? I felt like <laughs> Uncle Ted for a minute there. Always, always be ready. Always be carrying. Always be ready to jump into action. NetNed, it's very much. Always. A, you got to. Because you never know what you're going to run into at any time, <laughs> any place. And uh, I've heard a couple Boy of stories. Motto, be prepared. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've heard stories from Uncle Ted because he is a like honorary uh, Detroit uh, cop or whatever the jurisdiction, sheriff's police, whatever it was that he's got. That right. he's gotten into some scuffles where he just, you know, came across a like, you know, shooting going on. And Uncle Ted, of course, jumps out of the car. Gun is mm-hmm. ablazing, probably. Can you imagine getting like arrested and it's like, you aren't you Uncle Ted? <laughs> <laughs> you look like that guy. I don't know. Really? Yeah. You know what? You know, like Shaq. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a he's got a he's a cop or something now, or has the uh, Shaq. I like Shaq. He seems cool. Oh, he seems yeah. like one a really cool guy. There was a story the yeah. other day, which is always nice to hear something good about an O'Neill. Because I mean, I don't. You know, there you go. Nobody says nice stuff about me, but he was in a restaurant. It was a small little place, but like upscale uh, Asian cuisine or something. And he paid for a meal for all of the employees. But not only that, I guess he also picked up the tab for everybody in the restaurant at the time, as long as the restaurant didn't tell them until he was gone. He did not want people to be like, oh, oh thanks. Uh, it was like $40,000. Oh, cool. I mean, now that's that's some good money to have. He's not feeling yeah. the Biden uh, price hike. No, he's not. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. 40 grand. And he, I guess, is a really good tipper. And if yeah. you ever run into Shaq and ever have to wait on him, he says he often 
will ask the waiter waitress what they think they deserve as a tip now this is an interesting Mm. conundrum as a server right because it's like he's like you know a lot of people will uh undervalue what he said the largest ask he had ever had from a waiter was four thousand dollars wow and Shaq said okay (laughs) and he gave him four thousand bucks yeah wow (laughs) i mean so i guess it it, it does hate to be bold i guess so what's his most common response he gets to that question he didn't really say but i guess i should do some more research because that is an interesting When you put it that is. on somebody, especially like, okay, you know, Shaq's got money, but you don't want to be like, I want, you know, a million dollars. You want because no. you want to give something reasonable in the hope that you would get it. I would bet most servers would be like, you know, 30 percent, you know, whatever the bill is, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, wow. if Shaq runs into your restaurant, give the guy good service. <laughs> He's a big dude, man. I mean, he could eat a lot of food. That's the bills have to go up. I would think, yes, I would think he can pack it away. Yeah, yeah. no He's doubt even about it. Than you are, yeah. yes, and he is an American <laughs> patriot. No doubt about it. No doubt. So, do you no know doubt. what's coming up this week on the Fourth of July holiday? You know, is is that Larry yes. show gearing up for a big, uh, yeah, fireworks or? Uh, well, I haven't for for this Wednesday. I don't know, but this good friend of mine posted uh, an episode that I did. Uh, you can find this in the. Uh, he put this on Facebook. It's really nice. One was from the. Um, it was in the um, June 2017 tab at thatlarryshow.com. Ooh, I don't like that. to toot my own horn, but here's what this guy said. His name is Ty Beard. He's a great dude. He's a Texan, and he said, "Listen to my friend Larry Blider's classic Fourth of July masterpiece." an immortal pain to fireworks and our national anthem. Find out what bleeding Jesus Freddy's death bomb was and why it terrified Tony Spamante. And of course, (laughs) learn why all inflatable gorillas should be stabbed. Because they'll fly away. Yeah. So that's not enough of a teaser. One, uh, this guy should be doing marketing for all of our shows. He should. He's excellent. He's a great attorney, too. He's cool. And you, you have to tie those things down because I will r- just relay a quick story. We were at yeah. uh, the race up in Michigan years ago, maybe a decade or more ago. Mm-hmm. And the weather all of a sudden started getting bad. And we were uh, stopped at a place that had a big inflatable Budweiser can, I believe it was, <laughs> which was probably like, you know, 30 feet high or so. So, you know, you could see it from the road and yeah. the wind picked up and it took that some bitch. <laughs> it just it. went flying. <laughs> like a Budweiser blimp. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's why those big things, you got to stab them just in case the wind picks you up. Do. You do. Yeah. So what do you got for uh, random thoughts, Darren? I don't know. It's yeah. always random. It's always very <laughs> random. Silly me. What's the matter? With like it's yeah. bad parenting. It is something that somebody did during, uh, you know, a NASCAR race now or uh, which I have gotten back into because it's always it's fun to follow a sport is uh, sure just to stop following everything else for a little while. And that's really, I think, the secret of sports, you know, except for baseball, which is just way there's way too many games mm. because I have a little bit of that in me where. I can't just watch like every fifth game or something like that. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you're following something, you're going to follow it and 
that gets hard to do with baseball but with racing it's easy because there's only one race a week or if you watch the other series it's always on the weekend and it's not that big of a time suck but it really is nice just to not worry about anything else for a few hours and have some just mindless entertainment fun is that great so hard to find these days it is and for things that aren't woke so you can't watch the nfl you can't watch the nba even baseball but nascar i'm telling you that's what brought me back to nascar and i remember even just you know joking about this when you know years ago my dad who's been a big baseball fan my whole life would be like oh why would you rather you know watch racing or whatever than baseball it's like well you know they pray before races do they do that before a baseball game there you are you know no they do not they do not yeah do they still play the national anthem before a ball game or i think so you think so? Okay. I think they still do that, and they definitely do that in uh, in NASCAR. And sometimes there's mm-hmm. people carrying a uh, on a horseback, uh, carrying a huge American flag with a sparkler on the top, which was the race last weekend. Okay, there's still pageantry involved. That's good. Pageantry is a good thing. Yeah, we have that. We have oral pla- uh, pageantry here. <laughs> Indeed, we do. <laughs> on Planet Raid. So come back and join us again next week. Monday, same bat time, same bat channel, which is noon central time, 10 a.m. Blydner here on the Pacific. Mighty No Agenda stream. If you want to catch us live and again, tell a friend, planetrage.show. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going to shit.